I was going to say this. When you work for somebody, you got to take a lot of shit. But right. when you work for family, you got to eat a lot of shit. <laughs> well, now. Huh. Dave's a shit eater. I she eat shit man, all the man. time. Man, I'm shit eating motherfucker here. Motherfucker. Man. That's all? That's Sorry. all. That's all. Peace. That's all I got to say. Okay. Came out. Oh, man. All right. I guess we'll go. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, people in this world filled with pod shows, you have found the Boom Xers, the pod show all about the jibber jabber. Hey, jibber jabber, we got some jibber jabber for you. We are four friends, too young to be baby boomers. But too old to be Gen Xers. We get together every Thursday night at 7 p.m. And we broadcast live on Podbean.com. Something happens at 7, but I wouldn't call it a show. My name is Dave, and I am in Pennsylvania. And like every other week, I've got my three best friends here. Hello. 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 First, we go to Michigan and say hello to Sherry. Also known as Jexy. Hello, Sherry. Uh, just a basic hello. Just a basic hello. Because you are basic, is what we learned. I'm a basic bitch. <laughs> uh, then we go to North Carolina, where we have Cindy. Hello, Cindy. Hey, did you know it was National Pizza Day today? Oh, I wish I had pizza. Damn it. Damn it. Well, that's good to know. And last, but not least, that man who yelled hey, the Florida man in Michigan, the one and only, Mr. Jimmy Artie. What's up, Jimmy Artie? Uh, Jimmy Stooge here. I'd like to have a shout out to all the Pete's out there. Because it's National Pete Day? Well, I I don't know. You already... The Pete, Pete gets bad rap, man. Huh, you already did a shout-out to all the Pete's out there a while ago. Why don't you ever do a shout-out to the Bills or the Freds? He's, he's repeating his Pete's out. Aha. Pete's well, I'd like to shout-out to, to the uh, fellas that have ED. Do I call them Eds? Sure. <laughs> we don't know what you call them, but you can call them Eds if you want. They need the, some help, man. The Eds and the Peters. Eds and Pete's. <laughs> Eds and Pete. Well, now wait. Now it's time for us to shut up, Jimmy, so we can turn it over to Sherry, so she can tell us something. Take it away, Sherry. Well, I'm going to tell you who. Unfortunately, once again, we are not sponsored, and this week we are not sponsored because I didn't know they existed. We are not sponsored by the penny press machine. People, because if I mean they must have a lot of money. If you give them fifty-one cents and they give you back a penny, they should have been having enough money to sponsor. But I didn't know about them, so not sponsored by the penny press machine. How the hell? It's kind of like the IRS. You give them fifty-one cents, they'll let you keep one one penny. Yeah. So how the hell can you be fifty? 
uh, some years old and never have pressed a penny before in your life? Seriously. I just, I mean, I was laughing my ass off, though, because my friends were sitting here, and they're like, yeah, so we went up to Frankenmuth, and we could be blah, blah, blah. We think it's funny, so we got three pe- I'm like, I, I don't know, you're talking about these penny press. No, you know, I mean, even if you don't do them, you've seen them. I'm like, I have no fucking idea. And they kept pressing me about the penny press, and I, and they brought one down. I go, still nothing. I said, I'm going to send out. I'm going to send out a text and I send that to you. And of course, Dave comes back with Jesus. How did you not know? And I said it out loud to them in that voice. Oh, here's Dave's response. Jesus, how did you not know? And they fucking laugh for like five goddamn minutes in, at my expense. <laughs> As they should have, because that's insane. I don't know about these penny. And there, there's a no. whole website dedicated to the locations where they are. Wow. You never, you never been to a flea market in your life? Why would they have them at the flea market never... so I could memorialize my no, flea market they, visit? They have, they have them at zoos. Arcades. And, like, fucking yeah, arcades. and State fair. Yeah, the state fair. Anywhere they have these goofy little machines. The Carnivals. Fucking, you didn't know. That's insane. I don't know anything about these impressed pennies, Sherry. Fuck what? those bicentennial quarters. <laughs> yeah, fuck them, god damn it. We're gonna, now we're just going to send you, inundate you with fucking poor. press pennies. I would never put in 51 cents to get back now, a fucking smash penny. I think now, it used to cost less, though, back back in the 80s or 70s. But yeah, I, man. It I'll, cost a penny. No, it, it totally uh, cost no. more than Maybe a penny. Maybe 11 but... cents, you know, originally. No, and... no, we would just put a penny on the train track. Well, that's well, different. Right. That's different. I've done that too. But so wait, Sherry, I've never actually put a penny and the money into the machines and pressed one of my pennies. But, what? But I knew about it. I've seen them my whole life. I've seen the little, they kind of come out like almost like an oval shape or whatever. Yep. I mean, yeah, yeah. but I've never I'm actually pen- done I'm it. I'm a penny presser. All right. I mean, not, not habitual or got to do it but you know if i got the change and i'm feeling like it so this is not to be confused with the penny press <laughs> no, no i don't know what the I'm penny confused, press is Jimmy, I'm confused. because <laughs> they publish um oh right no stuff like that okay. no this is, this they, is not a publishing the penny press publishes coupons is that what you're talking about all right so google we're not screwing anything up here we're just talking about a penny press Fuck Google. Hmm. Yeah, why are we why are we kowtowing to to fucking Google? Well, because there's all these freaking publishing laws and stuff. Oh. Wow. How about him bringing up publishing laws already? Wow. How about, how about him following the rules and shit? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Did he do his homework this week or what? Fucking <laughs> Jimmy. A little fucking freaked out. Oh, Jesus. Is this this a Boom Actor pod show? (laughs) Um, Good job, Jimmy. (laughs) Well, it's it's 2023, and there's a lot of things that came into the public domain this year. Not enough things. No. Oh, the end fungs? I'm not sure what that means. Is he trying to say uh, the non-fungal those... tokens, the NFTs? Uh, yeah. 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 They came into existence. But hey, they but... weren't 
should well, they were they were real, but they were put together electronically. Were they really real? Are they really real? Uh, well, yeah, that's. They might be real to the person that was punching it out at a keyboard the, and putting it all together. They're real to the person who collected the cash from the morons who bought them. That's what they're that, real to. Now. The only reality is that. So now he steered us down a whole nother path. So, Sherry, you got to reel us back in. Well, I mean, any good boom or chat typically starts with somebody getting scotchy and then um the rest of the people laughing at the scotchiness and then started going wait a minute maybe there's a point behind the scotchiness so dave had a little scotchiness about why things bucking are not in the public domain for so goddamn long so goddamn long so take us away scotchy well it came up from our talk two weeks ago about John Fogarty fighting to get the rights to his music library back, right? Right, yep. And we're all happy that he got that because he's the artist and he should have the rights and that stupid manager shouldn't have had the fucking rights to him. But that just reminded me of the bullcrap that's out there with regard to copyrights on stupid fucking songs compared to the patent protection for a genius invention that could save the fucking world. Um, if I invent a new engine that runs on, you know, garbage and produces no carbon emissions and gets a million miles to the cardboard box, um, I get like a maximum of 20 years protection from a patent and then everybody can start building my engine and selling it and making their money. But if I write a three-minute ditty I've got protection for my entire life plus 70 years. No one can sell my music or use my music without my permission or I get paid for all that. It's my entire life plus 70 years. And that drives me insane. And I thought that um, probably... Cindy and Jimmy would probably be more on the side of the artists saying, but it's their creativity and it's their this. But I'm on the side of the capitalists saying, yeah, but they're just songs or they're just a movie or they're just music. And um, I got hit with this at the restaurant when last summer we were trying to do some live music. Um, we started advertising on our digital sign out front and on Facebook Live music Saturdays at Spring Hollow, la, 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 la. Well, by September, I get a call from this company, uh, ASCAP, ASCAP, saying, you, you need to have a license, a license from a PRO, which that's what ASCAP is, is a public uh, a performance rights organization. And they collect license fees from companies like restaurants or bars. And they supposedly distribute that money to all the artists out there that have music. So if you have a band playing at your place and they play Leonard Skinner and whatever, that you have to have a license to allow that to happen. Or you can get sued by ASCAP and BMI and another one. I can't remember what the fuck it was. Uh, CSAC. <laughs> Um, and that just, that blew my mind. And, uh, I'm afraid 
that because I play a stupid ditty at the end of our podcast that we're going to get hit with that too. Yeah, let's do it. All because I play Toto, Toe the Line, or Elton John, Levon <laughs> at the end of our fucking episode. Well, I didn't know it was um, be at the because of the first thing. So um, the ASCAP, I feel like I got an email. I never got a phone call, but I feel like I got an email at the cafe um, back in the day when we, you know, were open for maybe a year saying that we weren't allowed to play music. We had like Spotify and Pandora and shit. We weren't allowed to play music inside until we like paid them some sort of fucking mafia fee. And I, I ignored all that shit, but we were, we were small and we didn't advertise that we were playing music inside. It's just like something you do. You just fucking put on tunes so people can hang out and chat with background music. Yeah. So, but but it sounds like yours is a little, you know, next level serious. Well, they I, actually got you on the phone. Yeah, and I think that's because we were advertising it. Because I, I did my research and I ended up talking to other bar owners who who have been playing music for years and never bought a license and never got uh, nabbed. But I also heard from uh, a bar owner who actually this ASCAP sent a person out like undercover and was at the oh, place shit. and actually recorded what was being played and they ended up getting sued. Wow. So, For how much? Oh, he, it was a couple thousand. It was like $5,000 or something. But each license, like it depends on what you're doing. Each license for a place like ours that can fit, you know, maybe a hundred people. It's probably about anywhere from 500 to a thousand dollars a year. And you have to do it. You have to like these three companies. You could buy from one, but I think once you buy from one, then BMI is going to call going. Well, you know what? Mm, we have artists right. that aren't covered by ASCAP, and then CSAC's going to call and go. Well, we have artists that aren't covered from BMI. So, yeah, it's extortion. It's fucking it's extortion. It's bullshit. Well, and so the the life plus seventy can get nuts because um, so say you know there's a lot of artists now that hit at you know 16 to 25 years old so they could have a song they could live in they could live another 70 years and then another 70 years you know after that the copyright's still there right so it could be 150 years or so that that's protected which right. seems weird weird yeah weird now this all changed in 1978 Pre-1978, I think there was just a year. Less. A number of years. It was like 50 years or something. But in 1978, was... they uh, they made it the life of the owner. And it's not the life of necessarily of the artist, as we found out with the John Fogarty thing. He didn't own his rights. His producer owned the rights or his manager owned the rights. So it's the life of the owner plus 70 years. Oh, interesting. Um, well, in the weird thing, because I dug a little on that is, you know, because all of a sudden all these artists are buying or they're selling their music rights. And the person that buys them still has the plus 70 years of the artist's death, except in the United States, um, 
everywhere else around the international, they'll still get 70 years. But in the U.S., they call it 35 plus kind of question mark, because after 35 years, even if it's specifically written in the purchase, potentially the the family could reclaim the rights. Hmm. Oh, and the state. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So you got to be kind of careful. And I mean, some of these artists that are selling for big bucks, it's people that have international appeal anyway. So I think they don't care, right? If you've got worldwide rights to the Beatles songs and potentially 35 years from now, somebody in this, you know, a family can try to reclaim them. I think they don't care. Hmm. But yeah, that just seems like a long, and it, it just seems so long. And then you feel like I can't go down the street and sing that song. You know, yeah, because my um, viewpoint is that these musicians should be fucking excited that people still like their music and it's still being played and they're still relevant to the current generation, you know? Right. I I don't see what the problem is to play a song that I used to love a long time ago might, like, revive them just like they fucking did to Kate Bush and Metallica on fucking Stranger Things. Well, so there is a fair use guidelines for the use of um, a copyrighted thing, whatever it might be, a poem, a song, where, like, if I were a professor at a college and we were talking about music and we were discussing the way certain things are played and I played a song or I we read the poem or we read the article, um, you have a right to do that, where you're not... It's almost like if you're not trying to fool the audience that this is your material and you're making money from it. And that's that's also how Weird Al Yankovic gets around it with contrafacting songs with the parody lyrics is he changes the actual lyrics so he's not portraying the song as if it was his song. He's changing it to be his own parody of that song. So... He actually, he could get away with, if he were to be sued by anybody, with using this um, uh, fair use of a of a copyright. But he himself always gets the permission from the artist before he does his his parodies. So but what does he do that? Uh, um, like because he's weird, Al. Or because he, he has to. No, he gets the permission just because he just feels it's the right thing to do. Okay. But because he parodies, like if you only change just a few of the lyrics, you could get busted for the copyright laws. But he changes like the entire song and makes it a totally different concept. Um, uh, but he does use the instrumental part of the song. Um, but because he changes the lyrics, you know, 99%, it is okay for him to do that in what they call the fair use guidelines. Got it. Yeah. So I wonder if, if we talked before I play a song at the end of our podcast, if we talked about it and discussed its uh, unique features and its cultural importance, and then I play it, maybe we get away with that. Well, that's what I was just thinking is that um, it, it just fits into the Boomexter uh, umbrella of shit that we grew up with. Yeah, because it is 
like you can't just say because our podcast doesn't make money that we're not profiting from that doesn't that's not an out and you can't just play 30 seconds of a song and say well we're only playing 30 seconds that's not out that's not well, maybe that could be on the the Podbean, like a disclaimer or a, whatever a note on the Podbean Pod Show website that the songs that are played are whatever, blah blah blah, are for informational and educational purposes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is us. We are uh, underneath the fair use guidelines, uh, playing these songs exactly. At the end of the so karaoke absolutely has to get licenses to do the karaoke songs. Wow. And karaoke is also covered in the bars. If you have a karaoke night, you have to have one of these ASCAP licenses or BMI licenses, too. Wow. Well, I think trivia, too. I don't know about (laughs) trivia. Who owns trivia? Who Who owns the facts, Jimmy? Yeah, who owns owns the the facts? facts? (laughs) They're... There's, uh, you know, the man. The man, mm. right. The man yeah. owns the facts. And it's a bean doll over all the bars that, you know, turn it on. Oh, that, there's some that are just local. But, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That, that one's probably, and, you got to pay. And that's yeah. less, that's not really a license. You're just paying because it's a service that they provide. You're paying the app or whatever you want to yeah. call it. There was a, there was a big uh, something about that, that they're, is going to be a television documentary on a big scandal with uh, trivia, huh? And BM BMG or something like that. Some so I just thought it was a big company that that owns yeah. all the trivia in the world, all the meaningless information in your brain. Sherry could get in trouble. So wait a minute. Now here's the question: <laughs> how how does this affect like television shows or movies who's got tv who's i got, got tv you All got right, tv Hit it. i think i got tv i ain't got tv uh, jimmy doesn't got tv you got, got tv so yeah. the, got tv the tv um Right now, it kind of went into, there's a list going on right now that all of the things that came into public domain this year in all sorts of mediums, books, music, et cetera. So Hulu right now um, has a series about the Hardy Boys. And then this is the year that the Hardy Boys, first three books in the series are becoming part of public domain. So Hulu is canceling their series <laughs> Really? So they're, they're, they're just done. They're, they're like, okay, now we're done because they don't want to produce something that now has source material. Cause I think that's what they call it once it goes into public domain. It's just source material. So they're thinking they, you know, it, to produce that, they would have had to pay rights to produce something based on the book. And then. Now that it's just source material, they don't want to invest in something like there could be 50 Hardy Boys shows because people don't have to pay anything to use it now. Right. Um, So wait now, how old is the Hardy Boys? So the Hardy Boys, I think it's 90. I don't know. Jimmy did books. Jimmy, how long is it for um, copyrights on books? Is it the same? Is it 90? 70 plus 70. 
70 plus 70. Well, your life plus 70, right? Well, yeah, your life plus 70. Okay. Um, but that's where, so the Hardy Boys would have been written well, that long ago. Well, okay. well, the Hardy Boys might have been written before 1978. And then but maybe it was only 50 years back then. Well, I feel like it was in 1927 and like for 20, yeah, for this year, things before 1927. So, I mean, so I those are like old fucking books, right? Yeah. So I think on those, it was, it was 95. For some reason, I thought I read about 95, but I didn't delve in because that's Jimmy's job. Hmm. So let's get back to TV uh, then, motherfucker. But they said, so then um, for TV uh, shows, and I'm just using that generically about, you know, streaming services, et cetera, um, it kind of has melded into their rules. Remember, like stars from the 40s and 50s and you could watch leave it to beaver and those people didn't get the back end money they didn't get residuals so sometime in the late 70s they started doing something you know that's similar to this with your rights um you would sign in and part of your contract was you were crossing your fingers to get like 200 episodes seemed to be a thing and then it would go to syndication and you would get the back end money, like in perpetuity. Um, so as long as that show, someone wanted to buy it and show it, those people became rich. Like them big um, bang motherfuckers. Right. Um, and now what has changed because of the streaming shows is, you know, they were at the mercy of, they, they just had to buy content. Um, so now that they're creating their own shows, they pay a ton up front to produce the shows, but then they've cut out the back end. Um, and the way they can get away with it is they're saying the TV shows they produce are not individual, you know, businesses with their own like profit and lot. So they can't show that they're just part of their whole umbrella of products. And they just have one um, income statement for everything so they can't say well I, I want the piece of the profits and it's like well you're just kind of owned by the man so then these actors if you're high enough up you know that okay I just need a shit ton up front right I need to get my million dollars right now right so um, then what they're doing they call it something like the uh, cost plus model uh, which is gets some of these guys are like, okay, but if it goes more than four seasons, that's when we start to have a pay you, pay you more. So that's an incentive, you know, like, okay, if it's a good thing, but then they said, you'll notice a lot of shows um, don't go past four seasons. Right. Huh. And the other thing, like you were talking about how the 200 shows was kind of the thing when they go to syndication, then that's back when they did 23 episodes a season. And Correct. now the streaming service is 8 to 10, like max. Yeah, and that's what they said, that a lot of these, um, the different showrunners and stuff are going, well, we're never going to hit these numbers to get to the cost plus, and we're not getting back end. And, you know, the 23 has now become 8 to 10. Um, so the funny thing is, in the articles as I was digging through, there's like this, you know, executive producer um, 
says like, you know, in, in reality, pay scales for, they call them above the line creatives, which are the people that create the show, the producers, um, that their salaries are coming down to middle-class levels <laughs> 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 and not this jackpot. And, uh, they said all the, the younger Hollywood showrunners and stuff are, are saying that, you know, they came to Hollywood because of the promise of the big, you know, Boku bucks on the backside and not just, you know, a paycheck. Um, you know, they wanted to take care of their children and grandchildren. So, I mean, at first I, w- I had Schadenfreude and I kind of laughed because, I mean, Jimmy knows he was in it. I mean, there's a lot of people that would work for not much because they're just, they're into the life and that's what they want to do and they have a passion for it. Um, right. and, so, and, and, and I'm sorry, uh, every one of them has got um, an idea. Everybody's got an idea. For their own movie, video, whatever. Look, but every one of them's got an idea. If you give them half a minute, they'll tell you all about it. Half a minute? Jesus, they'll take a fucking hour. <laughs> well, after so, a while, you, you can condense it. So at first I was thinking, yeah, yeah, you know, screw them. But... And I don't think, I think that people don't need to make a zillion dollars doing what can be kind of a fun job. Uh, but bottom line, just like everything else, somebody's still making money, right? So the, that just means the same amount of money is out there to be made, but now it's not going into their hands, which means the Netflix and HBO, you know, whoever's creating this contract, whoever's not paying any more back end money, it's going to somebody. Right. Uh, so unfortunately, you know, it's always, it would be great if, um, the people like Jimmy, when he worked, like if he got more of a, you know, a higher living wage instead of, uh, it all being the, the showrunners that create, you know, the top creators and the actors and distribute it more that way. But now I think it's just, it's, it's more of the one percenters. It's right? back to the, the movie, um, yeah, the, the movie company makes all the money. Where they owned, yeah, they owned the people. Right, which, so that's the whole conundrum I've always had with. I I always felt like sports figures shouldn't make the money they make, but but the, then the owners would keep all the money. Blah 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 blah. Well, wait a minute. How about you put the shit out there so we can watch it for free? Right. Okay. Don't make me pay twenty bucks a month for all these fucking different streaming services that I need. Let me get the con let me see it for free and then you make your money through your I don't know how you make your money. I don't really care. Well the tickets are fucking over a hundred dollars now, right? For cheap seats. But, right. But you know what what's happening with sports now? A whole new thing. They're um splitting up the regional networks again. Because they're broke. Fucking broke. Which the, which are all owned by gambling houses. That You know what? They're, okay, we can't get off the topic, but there wouldn't right. even be sports without gambling. But we won't get off the topic. Uh, Sherry, do you have anything else to add about the television nope. industry? Nope, that's just kind of the, the path it's gone with rights and domains and how people make money in the long term. So... The other I thing, think we should move on to books. Okay, the other thing, uh, one last thing about the TV is, back in the day, 
the broadcasting of television, they used to be able to track it with the Nielsen's and all that other kind of stuff. And now with streaming, it's harder to track who's really watching it. So it's harder for them to collect their advertising money. Uh, so right. So it's going more towards a subscription model than the advertising <laughs> model, I think. Yeah, zero from Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> well, all mm-hmm. right, Jimmy. Now it's your turn. What, what Wait, did you Jimmy, do? weren't you a Nielsen family back yeah. in the day? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just... Yeah. I okay. put my time in, man. All right. I'm not doing it no more. All Let's right. hear about the books. Let's what hear about got? the books, Jimmy. Well, it's very short. But, very short. Uh, um, you pretty much covered a lot. And anything that is written um, and copyrighted is the uh, property of the person that wrote it. The only, there's was a couple interesting things. Like, um, you can register a book um, that's in process. It doesn't have to be finished. Oh, wow. how do you do that? How about that? Um, it, however, it's only copyright copyrighted for what you've done so far. Hmm. So, I mean, you could write half a book and you know, you got another half in you, but you can't. <laughs> They can get going on the rest. So wait, if I read your half a book and then I finish it with my half a book, then I own the second half of your book. But that sucks for you too, man. You put in the work to finish it and then they're going to reap the rewards for whatever comes in. You're a 50%. I'm okay with that. I just want to finish Jimmy's book. That's what I'm saying. Right. And, and there was another thing that, um, uh, there are certain requirements for copyright, which I didn't even want to get into. Why um, not? Give us one. Give us one requirement. Listen, it's like a freaking contract, man. I fall asleep in ten seconds. Huh? Well, um, that's just because you're Jimmy. You smoked a doobie, <laughs> and it's after it's after seven o'clock, so it's almost your bedtime. But. I'm easily distracted. How about one example? Of what? Of, I forget now what we were talking about, because I also got high and it's after 7 (laughs) o'clock. And it's past my bedtime. Well, here's an example. Um, Some dude um, is writing his masterpiece poem of 20 lines. And uh, he finally finishes the last couple lines and fills out his um, application, sends it in. Well, at the same time, there's some dude in San Francisco that um, is waiting for the bartender and he writes a poem exactly word from word. And he sends it in as soon as uh, the next day when he wakes up from his drunken stupor. Hmm. Um, Both guys get an equal share, according to the uh, office. Huh. So if you have the same brilliant idea as somebody else at the exactly same time, 
does it have to be the exact same time or could it be within a week? Yeah. Like, is there a scenario where he's probably, yeah, there's probably a, something like that. Jimmy didn't read that far. He fell asleep. No. Well, what the fuck? I know. Well, I mean, you know, sometimes <laughs> I mean, I believe in people getting the same idea at the same time, not necessarily like stealing off each other. Cause often, um, throughout the years, there's been like movies, uh, almost about the same thing, but done differently. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, happens all the time. Like Feel the Dreams and some other baseball movie and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, so the other interesting uh, part uh, about books is that um, it's automatic that um, when you're filing your paperwork um, that um, – you also um, have film rights. Oh, really? Yes. How about that? So somebody can't take my... Well, I guess that makes sense. Because it's really yeah, they, the, still the same kind of story. Correct. Yeah. So I, I couldn't read somebody else's book and then turn it into a movie and make my money myself. Right. Right. How do you apply for film rights from your book? But who would normally be interested in that would be uh, <laughs> would be uh, the, the movie uh, studios or uh, a production company, um, and then uh, then you do your negotiations because you become the screenwriter. Um, that's your job. Well, you can negotiate that if you don't want it. <laughs> I learned that from uh, a guy that wrote uh, Children of a Lesser God. That it. Children okay. of a Greater God. So wait, uh, the dude that wrote and, Children of a Lesser God, he didn't, um, whatever, protect the character rights, so they made a movie, and he wasn't paid? They made, they made it was a, a Broadway play. Oh, no. Yeah, it was a Broadway play first, um, and then it became a movie. So I don't know how that all came How about. Broadway works into it? Yeah. It's, uh, your book is out there, and, <laughs> you know, especially, well, especially if it's a big seller. Well, are you, um, because this is a fantastic segue into the film movies the movies yeah we won't call them films um if you're done unless you have anything else to add to to your research jimmy um there's three different um situations um when a work is created so um there's sole authorship if it's just you um, and if it's joint authorship, it's the life of the longest living author. Jesus. And the third is works of a corporate authorship. It's 95 years from publication or 120 years from creation, whichever expires first. Huh. I would 
think the 95 expires before the other one. <laughs> <laughs> but that, but that's your math, Dave. Right, that's my math. math. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not good at math. So now, how does that affect movies? Um, because uh, I guess what I've found mostly um, in the looking into movies in public domain now is that 1927 and 26, because I looked at, tw- you know, 2022 and 2023, and uh, 1927 was around the turning point of silent movies into talkies. talkies. <laughs> um, so there weren't that many interesting ones that were in public domain, although Metropolis um, is a cult classic, and I've never seen it, but it's like a, a science fiction black and white German movie, which Jimmy might have seen. It's got a cool artwork poster, which you guys will all recognize if you see it. It's However, Fritz. what's Fritz. that? Yeah. Go ahead, say it, Jimmy. It's Fritz Lang. Yeah, see, I knew Jimmy would Fritzy. know. Did you watch the movie? Yeah, man. So I think that would be a cool one. Maybe somebody's going to remake that somehow. Um, but what the more the things that have kind of come out more and been used are the characters from books that are in public domain like Winnie the Pooh have you guys heard about the movie that came out last year the horror flick called Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey no (laughs) yeah you can go out there on YouTube and watch a fucking trailer. It looks stupid, but uh, Winnie the Pooh is kind of like that fucking doll. Kill. What was that one about the doll who killed people? Well, no, this is uh, it's actually about Christopher Robin and his girlfriend or wife going back to the forest or whatever, and uh, um, a lot of killing and blood and, and ensues, and Winnie's just pissed because. Christopher left them in the forest That's when he grew up or something. Christopher. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it looks stupid, but it's it's playing in movie theaters. And the only character that is not in public domain is Tigger. So maybe that Milne guy, the author, didn't, you know, write Tigger into the stories until a couple of years or later. The, Ooh, in, the interesting part in this Winnie thing is that, oh, there was also like a Mint Mobile, like Ryan Reynolds owns Mint Mobile, and he did a commercial um, once Winnie was out in public domain with Winnie the Pooh and blah, blah. It was stupid. I tried to watch it. It wasn't funny. <laughs> but Disney copyrighted the red shirt on Winnie the Pooh. So if you do anything with Winnie the Pooh, you cannot use... Winnie the Pooh with a red shirt. Huh. For how long? I don't know. Well, it's you a know, copyright. The, the thing is, like, Disney's, like, huge. They got tons of lawyers and a lot of money, so you don't want to fuck with a company like that, even if you're right. Well, the governor of Florida does. Well, <laughs> well good. Good. Let, let them fucking fight out their own little shit and right. see who wins. But, um... It's funny. The, it, was, it is funny. Um, but we don't do politics here on the Boom Xers. But I'm trying to find a character list that are in public domain. 
which we could use if we wanted to create some kind of Broadway show or Frankenstein, whatever. Yeah, Frankenstein, Sherlock Holmes, Ooh. Robin Hood, Tarzan, Ebenezer Scrooge, King Arthur, which he's a historical okay. figure. I don't understand that. So Count, this Count kind Dracula, of makes sense. All the different James versions, Bond. all the different versions of Scrooge that are out there, and all the. Uh, I think that makes sense now. I didn't even think about that. Like uh, Sherlock Holmes. There was that show Elementary, and the character was Sherlock Holmes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't even think about that. So the Dr. character. Doolittle. I huh. mean, yeah. So the books are, I feel like currently, since the movies um, just started turning into talkies, uh, unless you want to do a Charlie Chaplin kind of thing, you know, people are trying to revive the the silent movies and not let them fade into extinction, but. I feel like more people would be interested in where where there is dialogue. Well, for sure, man. For sure. For sure. Well, and the interesting thing about all four of the categories that we threw out is even though you can have copyrights on all of this stuff, you you can't copyright the title. So we could record an album that was called Back in Black and have 10 songs that have all this the titles that ACTC did and it's not copyright infringement. I mean, we can't use the lyrics in there, but that would be really funny. Right. Heavy yeah. desert pheasant waiting for you, girl. <laughs> right. I mean, you don't even have to contrafact their songs, but just, you could just you, use the names. Like right. if somebody Googles back in black and then that pops up and they put it in their cart and then they're pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> we got no returns. Right? No returns. <laughs> steal all these titles, and it's like, well, that's not what I thought it was. Well, you should have, you should have read. No zero refunds. Motherfucker. You know? Motherfucker. Yeah, and and I'm all for. I can't stand that people come up with something and that they shouldn't get paid for a good idea, etc. But there's a point where I don't know. I have a little touchy feely thing towards people that create and craft and and have art that I always want to think that there's, especially the ones that are really good, like they had a passion for it. Right. And that at some point they've already got so much money that they would just want somebody to enjoy this song. And yes, maybe not just totally rip them off and make money on it, but some dude at the fucking cover band at spring Howell golf course. Well, it's, it's an homage, right? It's, why, Agreed, why do you got to yeah. get a buck off of that? And who's that, really? I know, do, I, do I have to do I have to pay a quarter every time I fucking try to play a song in the basement of my house on the guitar? Yeah, right. fuck yeah, you do. What are you <laughs> thinking? Yeah. Oh, shit. Especially if you got like a uh, Google or uh, Alexa down there, she's listening, and yeah, she'll she'll turn you in. Bitches. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think we're all kind of. Um, tap it on the thing like we think it shouldn't go forever but we don't want it to like the hulu thing it just to go to the man right not the little guy but there's got to be somewhere in between got to be 140 years if you have a song when you're 20 and you live to be 90 i Um, think there should just be a time limit like 25 years and that's it 
And then after that, your song is just a song that I could just sing anywhere I want to sing it, if you call what I do singing. And, I mean, I say funny things all the time, and when somebody repeats it, I'm okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) You follow. Every time you say something funny, you follow with it. Don't use that. Don't Don't you dare use that. (laughs) What's that called? Uh, Impersonation is flattery. Uh, No, that's somewhat in the ballpark, but imitation is the highest form of flattery. Right. Yeah. Right. Says the person that uh, is doing the imitation. Somebody else's stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm trying to convince you <laughs> that you should be flattered that I stole your shit. Well, you know what? It's funny because we were one of the first, uh, there were three vegan restaurants, including us, starting in St. Pete. And then places started popping up here and there. And all of a sudden, the, the same sandwiches that we used to sell started popping up in these places. Them motherfuckers. Like the, the buffalo tempeh, the tempeh Reuben. I'm like, okay, well, I don't know if they're copying off us because we're so awesome or if it's something out there in the vegan world. But, yeah, we did it first in St. Pete at least. Them sons of bitchin' vegans, you can't trust them. Yeah, you can't trust on one of them. Anybody. Jesus. And I also think, I mean, let's let's be honest. Let's all raise our hand. I truly believe that nobody on this podcast is really, we're just not smart enough to understand how all this works. So I'm sure it would be absolutely fine because we don't understand if we played a game right now. Really? Do you think? Because I don't really understand how it works. Allowed, you know what? I'm going to fucking copyright Jimmy Reed. Fucking A, because yeah. Je- fucking well, Jeopardy Jimmy owes us A. money, bitches. God damn it. Here we go. Yeah. Quit bullshitting and play, play the game. game. Dave, that's yes. copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sherry and I said that. You did. Oh. At my be- behest. Bequest? Yep. Behest. You're in trouble. Your behest was not recorded. All right, Jimmy. Jimmy, did you get the email? Dave, did you get the song? I did. Sherry, you ready? I'm Dave, ready. You ready. Okay. <sighs> Never. Yeah. Oh, but um, we missed the thing that we could uh, go back on next episode or something. Put okay. A, what do you call it's, it? Put, put a thing in it? It, it was about uh, impression, impressions. Okay. Like, or, or. Oh, it, okay. In I gotcha. uh, the artist's intent and, right. all, and all of that stuff, what it was meant for, and it gets in a whole freaking gray area that I'm already taking too much time on. Yeah, no, but I'm already just thinking, then I know that Jimmy Reeves is fine because nobody had an intent for their lyrics to be read how Jimmy Reeves them. <laughs> Good point. So we're safe. True that. True that. Okay, Jimmy. Yeah. You ready? You ready? You need a gargle or anything? You got your... uh... Oh, my nose spray. Oh, the nose spray. (laughs) Okay, you guys get ready because... I I wouldn't say they're super easy this week. Oh, jeez. I feel like you can can get them. All right, Jimmy. Number one. James. I picked up my bag. I went looking for a place to hide. 
when I saw Carmen and the devil walking side by side. What? Beautiful. Fantastic. I love it. Jimmy's going to win this game. Oh, Jesus Christ. Don't worry, there's clues. Abundant amount of clues. But you should know this one without the clue. I would like to copyright my answer. <laughs> Do you have one? No. <laughs> That's your problem. Wow. I have no answer. Do you huh. think someone, someone I, should have named their kid copyright? Yeah, I bet you there is. Absolutely. Um, I I feel like he should read only the clue. I mean, I'm sorry. What he read already without the clue. Just the black. So repeat. Because if, if you read the clue, you guys are going to be like, oh. <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh, anyway. And then you're going to be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, just the black. Just the black? Yeah. I went looking for a place. I went looking for a place to hide when I saw Carmen and the devil walking side by side. I, I don't Fuck. know. I'm going to say Werewolves of London. I have no right. fucking clue. Just do the green then. Just do the oh, green. Jimmy, do the green, baby. Oh man, you're gonna get. I'm gonna leave out one word. Oh, okay. I pulled into. No, you gotta say the whole thing. Say the whole damn thing. I pulled into Nazareth. Oh, I pulled into Nazareth. Was feeling about half past dead. Take the load off, Fanny. I don't know that. It's um, the load. The band. It's called the load. Something. Something. What's the name the of weight. The band? Take the weight off, Sally. The weight. The weight. The weight is the name of the song. It's 50, by the band. 50. Damn, baby. How about that? I picked up my bag. I went looking for a place to hide. When I saw Carmen and the devil walking side by side. Side. I said, hey, Carmen, come on. I gotta go, but my friend can stick around. Take a load off, Sammy. So, I seem to remember this from like uh, the Big Chill. Oh, really? Somehow that's where I learned that song or something. I don't know. What do I know? Um, I apparently didn't know the lyrics. I didn't know anything about Carmen. Me neither. I don't. Know. Yeah. Aretha has an awesome version. If. If uh, you're into Aretha, but I am. anyway, that was fifty-fifty. Good job, people. Jimmy. I feel like I'd like to donate my fifty guys to Jimmy for his. Okay, period. I'll give my fifty to Jimmy too. Jimmy gets a hundred percent. Jimmy, you winning tonight, baby? Way to go, Jimmy! Thanks. Sure. All right, number two. 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 Dookie. Mm. Give me an easy number two, Jimmy. Now I know I got to play my hand. What the winner don't know, a gambler understands. 
Oh, damn it. Chirp, chirp. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're saying, Sarah? Is that what yep. you're hearing? This, is this... Uh... Is that copyrighted sound? <laughs> Can I copyright those fucking crickets in the background? Well, that, you know, that's what I was thinking about. What, the crickets? Like, no, no, like uh, just putting a, uh, like a, a soundtrack on top of uh, whatever music you want to play. Like crowd noise in the background mm. kind of deal. And if that would greek it up enough to pass. Hmm. I don't know what you mean by that. Okay. Well, you guys are cricketing it. So yeah. uh, why is, don't is you there read a... the black and the green together? Black and green. Here we go. Now I know. I got to play my hand. What the winner don't know. A gambler understands my heart keeps playing it through with you my friend I'll take my chances on you again and again again giant crickets okay wait yeah I thought you'd have a hard time wait 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 (laughs) this isn't something stupid like fucking Kenny Rogers is it no, um, not. What the winner don't know, the gambler understands. I feel like I should know that lyric. I'm going to say heart. Oh, my God. What? Yeah, you got 50%. Nice. <laughs> Damn you. Uh, is it uh, 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 crazy on you? No, we've, we've done like the most yeah, famous but... heart songs. This is sort of like their second tier. Um, Unless he had albums like me of 1980 and before. Jimmy, you can read the purple. I'm not Uh sure if they're going to get any further, though. Quite some time. I've been sitting it out. Didn't take no chances. I was a prisoner of doubt. No. You just play it. Play it. Sherry, you give up? Yeah. I'm donating my 50% to Jimmy. Oh, going straight on for you. Yeah, right. I'm going to keep my 50%. Damn you. God damn you. She doesn't want to. She just doesn't want to lose to me. No, but I knew it was hard, but I just couldn't think of the song. You did. Yeah, I would pay to see them again. Sure, you would. They were my first uh, concert, actually. How about that? I love that. And Nancy Wilkes. ABBA was your first album and Heart was your first concert. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> All right, so what's the score? I'm, I'm not... Sherry's got 50% and Jimmy's got 150%. Damn, Jimmy. James. Oh, you guys got to pull up your pants. Ugh. Ooh, man. 
Uh, wait. Uh, I had my pants off for something. Yes, you did, Jimmy. Yes, you did. That's copyrighted. <laughs> By me. Yeah, I copyrighted. Oh, yeah. Good point. All of Jimmy's little taglines. Someone's going to steal them. Fucking Seth Myers. You got a like piece of meat or something? Exactly. All right, number three. Here we go. Jesus Christ. I am a satellite. I'm out of control. I'm a sex machine ready to reload like an atomic bomb about to, oh, 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 explode. Jesus fucking. I gotta start over because I didn't hear the first two words he said. Oh, shut up, Sherry. Shut (laughs) up, Sherry. You just shut up. God. Well, he gargled his nuts at the beginning. Oh, my God. Jimmy's on fire tonight with the readings. It's amazing. Hello? Yeah? Yeah, I think I think it's been requested to do one more time. Just Come on, reread it, bitch. I am a satellite. I'm out of control. I am a sex machine. Ready to reload like an atom bomb about to oh 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 explode. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He might have added an extra O, but that's all you get. <laughs> I don't think the extra O is what's uh, mixing me up here. Okay. Somebody I don't care for. Um, I feel like you really do care for them. Damn. Ooh, uh, it's just Billy read Joel. The green. Just read the green. Read the green, oh. bitch. <laughs> I'm burning through the sky. Yeah. 200 degrees. That's why they call me Mr. Fahrenheit. <laughs> I'm that? traveling at the speed of light. I want to make a supersonic woman of you. What the fuck? Jimmy's dude? on fire tonight. I have to tell you, Jesus. he is definitely on the way to a big win. I he mean, it a... seems like it's Jimi Hendrix or Rick James or something like that. That's all I got. It's the Captain is... Tennille, son of a wow. bitch. Is there a purple on that one or no? Nope. All right, hit it, Dave. I know what it is. What really? Is it? What is it? Wait, wait. What is it? Don't stop me now. Yeah. Whoa, Jimmy got it. Uh, Sherry, you yeah. should be embarrassed. I shouldn't. <laughs> you should absolutely be embarrassed that you did not get that. This is bullshit. You guys suck. I have to say, Jimmy, you are on fire reading tonight. You deserve the big W. My man, sure. Jimmy. Here's what the crowd says for Jimmy. This is bullshit. <laughs> you, guys you guys suck. suck. Way to go, Jimmy. We love you. That was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. What and was that's... the first song again, Dave? I don't remember. 
Is there a theme, Cindy? You didn't say yes, there's a theme. Yes, there's a theme. What was the first song? I forgot. So I long ago. My bag. Oh, I went looking yeah. for a place. Okay. The band. And two, do you remember that one? Are you like you sharing a brain with Dave now? I'm going on the dark side. Fucking <sighs> heart. We have the band. You have heart, and you have Queen. Band heart Queen. Queen. What's heart the name band. of the Queen song? Mm, Doesn't uh, matter. Don't stop me now. Uh. It's uh, about the band, not the song. Hmm. Band Queen Heart. Band Heart Queen. Heart um, Band Queen. They're all dead. <laughs> uh, no. They're in the public domain. Uh, no. Keep going. Uh, Come on, man. You're on the right track, kind of. Sort of. Out there. But that they're in the public domain? That they're no. all a hundred years old? No. They all sued somebody for uh, stealing their songs. Close, close. They, they, what was the problem with the the first one, the band? What was the problem with the first one? John Fogarty. He wasn't in the band. No. It was uh, the uh, manager. The manager. Yeah. The manager know, the owned the rights to all those songs? No, but they had dick managers. They all had, <laughs> they all had asshole managers. They had dick managers. And they, all, they all wrote songs about their asshole managers. Hart uh, wrote Barracuda about about the one they fired. Ah. And uh-huh. um, we already did the Queen song Death on Two Legs a while back that they wrote about their old manager. Well, now, how about that? And then Sherry had the story about. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Time out. Time out. Yeah, time out. Mute, Cindy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but I but she'll have to unmute herself when she comes yeah, back. That's okay. Okay, I'll mute her. It's Spanish. Okay, I think she had a little. Uh, mom emergency because she said she'd be done at 8 and I think she's watching the clock. Oh, right. It's 8.07. It's like when yeah. Jimmy was living with his mom. She's a general, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. We have to um, we have to say congratulations. Thanks for playing Jimmy Reads. Yeah. God, Tom Daly, please don't sue us. Yeah, Tom Daly. Are, is, um, you think that's copyright? We mean it as flattery. <laughs> It's, Thanks it's, for playing Jimmy Reed. Re- repetition is also a very good form of flattery. Is it really? I think so. Or is it just a lazy man's way out or something? What Could is be. it? Jesus. Like how many how many Tom Daly's you think there is? One. Uh, well, I mean, I know of two. You know two Tom Daly's? Well, I mean, there was our Tom Daly, and then there was Tom Daly, the British diver. I didn't know Tom Daly, the British. Yeah, diver. we talked about him because he knits. Right. Huh. Yeah. I know John Daly. Oh, you don't. But I don't know him, but I know of a John Daly. You probably drink to John Daly, which is not like a Arnold Palmer. It's an Ar- Arnold Palmer with vodka. So speaking of an Arnold Palmer, uh, is there is the iced tea caffeinated or decaffeinated? 
in the Arnold Palmer? I don't think anybody says a decaf. Bowlet. Palmer. Why would you ask such a stupid question? You're fired. This is Tom Daly. Just so you know. Uh, Who who has decaffeinated iced tea? Listen, that was a question asked by somebody. I won't mention their name, Tracy. But uh, so I you brought up Tom Daly or you brought it up. Yes. Uh, Cindy, you have to unmute yourself because I muted you. Or are you hanging up on us? Are you leaving us? Oh, I'm here. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I had my hand up when we removed that. Right. It's okay. So we already said thanks for playing. Congratulations. Thanks for playing Jimmy Reads. That's right. Congratulations, Jimmy. Way to Thank go, you. Jimmy. Jesus. And I think that this is the first time Jimmy actually knew and was correct on knowing the song. I and feel like that's true. It wasn't the Rolling Stones. It was not the Rolling Stones. No, but Queen was uh, like one of the new bands. I don't know how to, you know, when, you, when you're like uh, 16 going on 27. <laughs> yes, I remember yeah, they, when like, Queen it, was a new band. Well, there was uh, hanging out with my one friend. He uh, he had older brothers, and they had all the latest stuff. And then, all the latest stuff. Then when FM radio started, then you started hearing it all. But it seemed like Queen and uh, Rush and uh, Van Halen. All yeah. Oh, yeah. Hot in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah, baby. Do you know that... Um... Queen, because I have to look at our Boomexer Spotify playlist to make sure I'm not going to repeat any songs. And Queen is one of the bands that we have the most songs done on that Boomexer playlist. They wow. are a very good band. Or they and uh, Van Halen obviously is one of those bands as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, that that would have been a good freaking uh add to the show was uh the eddie van halen getting screwed huh i i feel like uh that was on the um the documentary that i saw that that eddie just liked to play he just loved to play his guitar and then michael jackson asked him to play on it and he played and he asked him what he wanted for him he's like oh just give me a case of beer Nice. And, that was it. and a pack of smokes. <laughs> a pack of smokes. <laughs> how many? How many records did that single make? A lot. Like billion. Like platinum, you mean? Or? Oh, I would say had to have gone platinum. It went I diamond. I, I mean, was that was that bigger than any Van Halen song? Possibly, yeah, probably because it's more pop, more of a pop reach than a heavy metal reach, right? No, I think he could have. Like it, I just think of the what ifs. Like, what if they didn't split from uh, the original singer? Are you talking Van Halen with uh, David Lee Roth? Yes. 
because they would have killed each other. Yeah, he was, he was more poppy. No, mm, I don't know that he was still, more poppy, but he. I want, think they would have still sold millions and millions of records. Yeah, sure. I don't think it 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 was about the money for Eddie Van Halen or or those guys at the time. I think yeah. David Lee Roth thought he was bigger than the band, and um, he really wasn't. But I think Eddie Van Halen started playing too much with fucking synthesizers, which is fine. I mean, he has his like rite of passage to do whatever he wants, and he was a genius and everything. But I think when he started playing with too much keyboards and shit, it just went downhill. Downhill for me, at least. I would agree with that. Yeah. Um. So, guys, yeah. it is thirteen past eight o'clock. Motherfucker. Uh, Sherry, is it time for us to? We have to stop and end this mess. Wait. Listen, I've been playing solitaire for the last fifteen minutes. <laughs> what? <laughs> she already ended this mess a while ago. What? I had a Schadenfreude. I guess I could save it till next time. No, hit us. It's overtime anyway. Um, Yeah, why not? She's not listening anyway. (laughs) What the fuck do I care? I stopped listening. You got enough aces out there or what? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did you hear about that that dude? He was uh, rescued by the Coast Guard because his boat, like, there are images of his boat just going the wrong way on the waves and it totally flipped upside down. I did not. On the news. So no. Schadenfreude, he actually stole the boat. Really? <laughs> nice. And it was like in the Pacific Northwest or something. And he had uh, like the day or two before, within the week or something, had um, vandalized the Goonies house with a bunch of dead fish. And he was wanted in Canada for a lot of other weird shit. So he fucking like stole a boat and had to get rescued and now he's in jail. <laughs> That's nice. That's awesome. But we Sorry, sucker. We could have saved some taxpayers money by not rescuing him, right? Well, he's going to have to pay the taxpayers back, maybe. Okay. Right. Dumbass. Dumbass. Dumbass Dumas. All right. And then, you know, there's one more thing. Now I'm looking at my notes. One more, one thing. more thing about um, our our topic earlier about the public domain, and I was watching a football game last uh, two weeks ago, I guess it was, and there was a commercial for Acura, and the guitar riff for Voodoo Child was on there. I'm like, who's getting paid for that fucking, you know, little ditty on the Acura commercial? And who hmm. the fuck? drives an Acura that listens to Jimi Hendrix. Exactly. I mean, that don't thought? make no scene. That don't make no scene. That don't make no sense at all. Ain't no I make think, no scene. I think, I think that's a cover. <laughs> of what? A car cover. No, it's an old blues tune. Um, oh, I got you. Jimmy covered it, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Stevie Ravon covered Jimmy cover, but... It was still played in the same sort of, right. you know, uh, mood. Right. Fucking Acura. There were no, there were no lyrics, but it was definitely often, you know, the guitar. And my, it turned my head. I had to pay attention. Yeah. Like Acura. 
What are they pushing now? Who's getting paid for this shit? What's going on? Motherfucker. Some bitch. Some bitch. Basically, the man will always be the pimp, and the artist will always be the one not making that much money. Oh, yeah, man. And us, we pay out the wazoo to listen. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And it costs like um, 45 bucks. It, It says... Three simple steps in 10 minutes you could uh, copyright anything. But the minimum cost is 45 bucks. Well, you know what I've done before way in the past when I, I drew a design for a shirt um, is the, the old school way to do it and I think they would still acknowledge it is to put it in the mail and don't open it. You, so they're trusting the U.S. mail. You, you know what I'm saying? You mail it to yourself. You mail it to yourself, but with, don't open it. With the stamp right. over on the backside. You address it on the backside so that you can prove that you didn't open the envelope. There it is. Right there. Right. I've heard that, too. I did that once with something, which sure. that was like. If I find that motherfucking envelope, I'm opening it, bitch. I'm going to yeah, open that motherfucking envelope. I don't think that, that design is really relevant anymore, so I'm not worried about it. Well, I opened up my next door neighbor's social security. Oh, my God. End of the year statement. How was it? What it looked like? Look, Did it, you read it? I didn't make shit. I think Sherry just fell asleep. I heard her snore. No, uh, or something. You might have lost on solitaire. I don't know. Jesus. All right. And wait. I, we and haven't. Then, and, then, and then I opened it, and I had Catholic guilt about it, but and I never gave it to him because I said, "Well, that's sorry. Catholic guilt." Instead of I going over to, to your I neighbors don't... and knocking on the door, going, "Hey, I'm sorry. Here's your mail." No. <laughs> I examined my conscience to see if what was it? Would it be a greater thing? to see that I opened and I know how much the guy made. Like, Jimmy, how's he going to take? So Jimmy. it's better to uh, tear it up, throw it out. No, that was not better. It is, that yes. is the, that is the heart of what's wrong with your Catholicism, Jimmy. <laughs> now you need to shut up and sing us out. Cause we've never officially closed this motherfucking show. Oh, yeah, we've been taping. So you, <laughs> So now your neighbor knows. Jimmy's neighbor. He stole your fucking end of year statement. Now he's going to sing a song for you. No, this is my letter to me. Fucking Jimmy. It's time to go. We better copyright this motherfucking song. It's the end of the show. Right now. So put down your beer. Sherry, put it down. And get the hell out of here. Good night. Good. See you next Thursday. I always step on poor Tom Daly. Jimmy, be careful because we want copyright plus 70 years. Yeah, right. (laughs) Live a little longer, buddy. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. All right, try. Good night, people. Tonight I'm gonna have myself a real good time. I feel alive. 
Good time.